Thanks for listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. Today's short scripture devotional comes from Pastor Louis Gimbio. I think there could be an argument made that this day that we are in right now, this day of Pentecost, is the most important day on earth, the greatest day on earth. You know, we've got a lot of hyperbole, like if you have a good meal with friends or you go to the park and hang out, it's the best day ever. Until a few weeks later when you have another better meal with somebody else or you get that right table you wanted at the little coffee place for the hang, and that was the best day ever. We had a lot of best days ever, but I could make an argument, I think, that this day that we're going to talk about today is, in fact, the best day ever, the greatest day on earth. You're like, whoa, that's a lot of competition for that, right? Because you would think the day the earth was created would be, you know, right out there as a contender for the best day on earth, because there wouldn't be an earth to have a best day on earth if you didn't have an earth. So you got creations in there, right? got to vote for creation, greatest day on earth. But then there was a day Jesus was born. God in human flesh, we divide history BC and AD. So that's a pretty great day. The angels sang, the sky opened up, heavens echoed, and Jesus was born. The savior of the world. Got to be Christmas, right? Best day ever. Because it's one thing to have a planet created, but then that planet needs to be redeemed and put back together again. So Christmas pretty great. You're like, yeah, but don't forget Good Friday. Jesus went to Calvary. That's got to be the greatest day ever. Gave his life for the sins of the world. If he hadn't died, we would still be dead. So I'm going to go with the day Jesus gave his life for me as the greatest day on earth. Because he was born, but he didn't have to die. Choosing to die was the thing that made me alive. So I'm going to go Good Friday. Oh, except for then there's Easter. Resurrection. So I was forgiven because he died, but then there was the day that he beat hell and death and sin and the grave. The stone was moved. I'm going to go Easter, probably greatest day ever, except then there's that day when Jesus is coming back and he is coming back. He's coming back to put this world right again. He's coming back for his people. He's coming back for his bride. He's coming back for the church. So Come on, maybe that's the greatest day ever is the day that Jesus appears and we're caught up into glory with him. Greatest day ever, maybe, right? A lot of contenders, but I'm going to make a strong case today that Pentecost is the greatest day on earth. You're like, well, that's going to be strong because you got you to beat out creation. The day Jesus was born, the crucifixion, the resurrection, the return of Christ to make that case. Well, here's the thing. Jesus, when he came to earth, was heaven's crown in humanity, heaven's king in humanity. In other words, the mind of God, the word of God, the logos, the creator, the alpha, the omega, the one who made this universe, the the crown of heaven now is living on planet earth. So the head of heaven is on earth. The head of the universe is on earth. 
that head having wisdom and reason and planning and purpose and knowledge. But the head was only the head until this day when the church was born. And in this moment, the head got a body and then the body became the hands and feet of Jesus everywhere on planet earth. So Jesus didn't even need to stay anymore. He said, no, I'm ascending back. So the crown is going to be back on the throne. The head is going to be back on the throne, but don't worry because now I've got a body because of the the spirit of God awakening the church of God. And I've got hands and feet everywhere on planet earth. And they're going to have sufficient power to fulfill the plan of taking the gospel to everybody on planet earth. Earth. And that all happened on Pentecost. Two stories were going on the story of Jesus and the story of the Jews. The Jewish story was a story from centuries before of coming to pilgrimage in the city of Jerusalem, coming to make sacrifice, coming to the temple. And that would happen several times a year. It had just happened during Passover when Jesus gave his life on the cross. God-fearing Jews from all over Judea and all around the known world would have gathered in Jerusalem for the Passover. Some of them would have known that a man named Jesus was crucified, and a lot of them wouldn't have even known that. This was a quick moment, and yes, there were crowds in the street, and yes, there was rumbling and tumbling, but that was always going on in this day and age. Some of them may have seen Jesus crucified as they left Jerusalem, heading back to wherever they had pilgrimage from. But there was another festival 50 days later called the Feast of Weeks. And again, Jewish people would observe the law. They would set aside a day of fasting and Jews would gather in Jerusalem again from the known world. So this going and coming was a way of life for the Jewish people. So the Jesus story is he was crucified, raised from the dead, seen by his followers, witnessed by hundreds of people. And now there's a whole new thing happening. And Jesus is saying to the followers right before he goes to heaven, wait for the spirit and then you're going to be my witnesses. So that's all happening. We've seen him. We've touched the scars. We, we've, we've seen him with our own eyes. We know resurrection is a reality. That story is happening. And we're waiting now for this promised spirit so that we can begin to do what we're called to do. The Jesus story and the Jewish story are about to smash into each other on Pentecost. And it opens like this. It says, and when the day of Pentecost came, They, that's the followers of Jesus, this little band of 100 or 200 people. We don't know exactly how many were in this clump, but somewhere in that number. They were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. So immediately the Spirit comes and something supernatural happens. So that's the first thing I want to make sure we're all on board with today. The story that Jesus is inviting you and me into is a supernatural story. 
So it's not a story of me just kind of doing normal life and then adding God to my normal life. The story that I am in is a supernatural story. It has resurrection at its center and a mission that I can't do in my own strength. So there has to be a supernatural dimension to the story and God knows that about his people, his mission, and he knows it about you. And so I want you to know today, if you don't get anything else out of this talk today, that God is not asking you to live in a supernatural story in your own strength. He is offering to you supernatural Holy Spirit power to enable you to do things that you cannot do on your own. Thanks again for listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. And don't forget to go and subscribe to the Passion City Church and Passion City Church DC Podcasts so you can get our messages every single week. 